0: The Amigos Lost Damas podcast with Damien Sheenen,
1: Declan McCormick, and Eileen Rang, the Two lads, one lady. This is the other Three Amigos podcast, Lost Damas.
0: The other Three Amigos podcast, Last Damas, is here. All things Cork City FC Women's on this week's pod. Academy round up thanks to some chap on Twitter with some misinformation. Blue tickless lone look back When Johnny goes marching down the wing O'Flynn Flynn. O'Flyn. Consistency A bow Preview And we want Corky And a little bit more Welcome along You Welcome along everybody It's the other three me goes podcast Last damas Episode 127 Of the award winning podcast The award winning podcast not many can say that like so only three in Ireland can say that. Well, three in sports. like Say three. Only three of us can say it. Best sports podcast in Ireland. 2022. Hm. Good evening. Declan McCormick.
2: Mr. Shreen. Mr. Shreen, how are you, sir? <laughs> what happened there? What happened? What happened? Yeah, it was just like tripping over my own tongue now at this stage what time is it 25 to 10 long men's pod I know you know I was just but look this is
1: what we do this is what
0: we do this is what we do Eileen Ring hello
1: good evening lads you're just giving the fans what we want to be fair to
0: you oh I never turned turned on i echo cancellation. a it's fine though I found a new bit of software which I don't know if anyone noticed last week but you sounded amazing
1: I Me, mean, that's amazing think every would. week,
0: but this was even more amazing. Okay, so, yeah, anyway. But maybe people didn't notice, but you know, I felt you it noticed, and that's the most I important noticed. thing. I noticed. Um, a good evening to you both. It is, um, we're recording on a Monday night. Um, so if anything happens between now and when the podcast release, there's nothing we can do, it will be forgotten about next week. Uh, let's let's get on with the pod.
1: Let's start. Woo-hoo. Come on,
0: taking it down. They are
1: Yeah,
0: sisters are doing it for themselves. The Academy. For some reason I'm having to go. To someone else's page to get the academy information because the academy just stopped just gave up for some reason. So thank you to Brian Cotter because without him I wouldn't have these lovely um I wouldn't have these synopsises actually. Onus Evening's drew with CK United nil all. Now there was two players unavailable for this because they were away into international duty. Uh, Claudia Fitzpatrick and Kira Senna. And um, so we were missing two key players playing CK United. Uh, so it was a tough game. But then this is Brian's uh, writing here by the way. Tough game for City missing two girls away in international duty. Uh, while they had no game for two consecutive weeks recently when nobody was away surely scheduling can be in the league can be better that's, that's a disc- they had no match for two weeks and then they have a match and they're missing two players <sighs> do we really want to talk about how bad shit is around the place again
1: okay. <laughs> why do we keep
0: having to give out about the FAI why why, why?
1: I would not like to step And Declan McCormick's tools were giving out about the FBI, so over to you, sir.
0: But see, the reason I I I went to you was because this is going to to be like an 18-minute rant, you know. Uh,
2: It's not, like, I mean... Look, was it just Cork City didn't have games the last two weeks? Um, Or was there no league games for any side the last two weeks? As if there's no league games... If there's no league games then it's like it, you know it's it's a bit of a joke because why would you have two weeks off and then play games the week of an international if it was just Cork City and just got caught up in a scheduling conflict or that's the way the fixtures fell then that's you know, the way it's hard the to be. and I would have fell. thought this
1: weekend there was probably a lot of teams affected because that was an under 16 Irish squad that were away so obviously it'd be a huge amount of under 17 National League players so there would have been a lot of subs players maybe a would have been one of those things that maybe to give a free weekend across the board when naturally a good few clubs are going to be yeah. affected by it.
2: Yeah. But look, that takes a little bit of planning, forward thinking, um, understanding the situation. So look, I mean, you're probably not dealing with the right organisation if you're looking for those things to be... I, so to be I, I, I'm
0: on the... Round six, it seems every team had a, a game this week. The last game was round five which was the 16th and 15th. So last week, actually. Uh, the 16th yeah, and 15th. So. Uh, Rome 4. Rome 4 was the 1st of April. Uh, so there was a gap in between the 1st to the 15th. That would have been for so the, the week, 17th right.
1: qualifiers, I'd say, maybe as well. Yep.
0: And then the next gap was... So Cole, Cork City were supposed to play Cove Ramblers. Oh, they did play Cove Ramblers. Uh, they... what oh, is this is the... Oh, sorry. They weren't playing CK United. Sorry, Jesus. They were playing Cove. <laughs> what, did so the other team play? Yeah, yeah, so, so I'm so like, yeah. well, what? Uh, last weekend we played Waterford away, according to this. Yeah, we get did play last it. weekend.
2: can sake, Brian. Know. You better go. You better go talk to Brian. i just Haller. looking. At, get, your, get your. I'm just looking here. It says in straight. the fifty,
0: the fifteenth to the fourth, they played Waterford away. Uh, they drew drew one all, um. Yeah, Charlotte Sheehan got a goal. Yeah, yeah, they did it play? Okay. Well, that's rant Forget about your rant Forget about your rant Uh, so the other so they played Cork Ramblers. They drew nil all. The other nineteen's played C K United. C K United. It finished two 0 to Cork City with Kaylee still and Kelsey Cooper getting the goals. As uh, six games, five wins, one draw, no losses. On top of the group of Wexford youth youths who played Cove yesterday,
1: don't say. And it. I'm not
0: going to say. I'm not going to say the scored a game. I'm not. I'm not. But you know, I did give a sports bulletin included on on my new my new job, and I included the academy results because you know what? Now I think it's nice. I think it's nice, but I didn't give that academy result. Let's just say Wexford goal difference could be better than Cork City's. That's all we'll say. Then it was two from two for the Ireland under-16s after being hungry A2. They followed up with a 1-0 win over Slovenia uh, and would play Serbia on Wednesday in the group beside her. Cork City players Clodagh Fitzgerald, Kira Fitzpatrick and Kira Senna were all playing. So, so sorry, Kira Fitzpatrick was missing from the 17s. Ciara Sena has playing on the and um, So they were all playing in that game as well. Uh, so well done to them. And a big thank you to Brian C- Cotter because I don't know what the story is, the Academy pages just haven't been updating like that. So it's hard to I can go to the FA connect app but it's nice to get a little bit of a rundown like that. Uh, I will also, um, we brought up in the men's pod, but for some reason the men's got their blue tick back on Twitter, but the women's haven't got their blue tick back or the academy. Now this um you have to pay it from now, basically. You have to pay it from. And I wonder why the women's didn't get it because, you know, we we, we we bought our blue tick because we wanted to put up longer media and that's why we put up videos. And you might have seen idea that we put a nine minute video up to the night. We could never have done that. Um, so whether they're not planning on putting up videos longer than two minutes or they're just going to keep retreating the staff member that puts them up all the time. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. So that's that. is there anything else you want to pick up on the um, on there?
2: I guess I should apologise to the FAI if my, if you know, my rivals, <laughs> but no, nah, I won't. I won't. It's grand. Move on. Move on. Nah. It's nah,
0: it's nah, hard. Nah. On Saturday, up in Athlone, Cork City played Athlone, a couple of changes, Lauren Walsh came in and Christina Drink came in for Anna Coslow and please Lauren Singleton. okay, Eileen, I've, I've heard Declan's voice a lot tonight. I would love you just to give us your thoughts on the game.
1: Yeah, so I suppose I spoke last week about can we put performances together and look, we were up against it very, very early because we concede a goal within the first two minutes and it's, it's poor goal to, to concede and I don't like the term, as Declan knows, a preventable goal because technically all goals are preventable but the first goal is a very preventable goal have to attack that ball in the air but look it's again it's it's a back three they probably haven't played together again and maybe just communication is an issue but that ball has to be attacked there when it comes in in the air but set three at the back there I think they're young and they learn from that Um I just think Athlone no got that goal so early that they're such a good passing side that they were just in they were in the fairly easy control for most of the half I know maybe we had a couple of opportunities but they didn't really have to push on to the level that they might have if, if they were searching for a goal they were comfortable enough that they got the goal and they knew then if they just kind of went through the motions that the second one would come for them but I think Hannah Walsh is absolutely outstanding and credit us because a few weeks ago we see that early and there is that fear that it's going to be a cricket score and it wasn't so like there Again, there is all, there's a huge amount of positives, I think, to performance level from us. It was good. It, it can be a lot better and it needs to be a lot better um, because we've seen now again at the weekend, treaty are picking up or after picking up another point. So we're kind of in danger now of being left behind. Now with Sligo kind of falling behind there, um, we have no points this season. But look, the performances are there. Um, there's an awful lot of positives again to be taken. I think the pitch in Athlone is it's, it's really, really big. And I think... Thought at times maybe the players weren't too sure of their own individual roles. I think Deck, you you probably maybe felt the same. Um, even at some parts of the second half, we were messaging and we weren't too sure what formation they were playing, so it was just a little bit all over the place. Um, I just think as as we progress, I think the management team is going to kind of settle on what's their strongest eleven, be that formation, and personnel wise, and then we can see where we can go because right now there's changes every week I think they're settling on formation wise what they want to do long term and I think personnel wise what their strongest 11 is and until that settles down especially with young players we're bringing them in and there's a new back line every week it's really really hard to adjust it's hard to know how people play or how the player in front of you plays things like that so it's going to come with time but look again as I said a few weeks ago I think that's a capitulation there and it's not it's it's 2-0 and I think after are going to be far off that, that league title at the end of the at the end of the season. But performances are are one thing, but results have to follow now. Um starting Saturday night, I think.
0: I'm sorry, Declan, if we're boring you there, but um I'm sorry, I then you're you're boring Declan. But okay. yawning at you. You None don't excite him enough, it seems. Only Jack Doherty can do that. Declan, go ahead. Your thoughts.
2: I look pretty similar to him, to be fair. I think Athlone are a very good side and I think they really work you and make you work, you know. I mean, I don't know what the average distances ran and things like that were, but it felt like when you play Athlone, you're you're required to do a bit more than maybe you're required to do against the other sides, just because of the way they play. As Eileen said, the size of the pitch up there as well, you know. And I think it took us 20 minutes to get ourselves into the game and get comfortable. They seem to uh, maybe out, out think us a little bit in that first 15-20 minutes they seemed to kind of pin us with, with, with players high and wide and then runners deep from midfield and that's where the goal came from and I think it took us a while to get a handle on that but once we did I was going to say we were comfortable in the game maybe comfortable is the wrong word because as Eileen has said Hannah Walsh made a couple of great saves but not being crossed. but that's what she's there to do and she did her job and did it well you know and to be fair to her, she's done very well since she's come into the side. So I think there was there was positives and the only like the negative is again, going forward, we just have so little about us. We have no ability to hold on to the football for any length of time. I see I see my woman, Fianna Bradley, never got a run out. No, I don't think to be fair, I don't think it was a game uh for Fianna and that's not in any way disparaging of Fian, hey, she's a fantastic player. Don't you player. speak
0: about her like this?
2: <laughs> fantastic player, but I just I don't think it was the night for her. As I said, like we just when you don't hold on to the ball, you're continually under pressure, and your back four never gets a break; they never get a rest. And Eileen was talking about formations. I think what was happening was when, as I said, to you in the second half, Eileen. When when we had when we were defending, it was a back four. And when we were attacking, it it kind of went to a tree. And I think Daniel Burke was kind of meant to step into midfield as maybe another kind of defensive midfielder, which in theory then allows the central midfield players to press on and, you know, one of the defensive midfielders can step higher and then, you know, maybe um, Eva or somebody else can step higher again, you know. The problem with it is, I think the back four got so deep that it, it disconnects from the midfield and there's a big gap. so then the midfield is getting deeper but the deeper the midfield gets obviously then the bigger the gap is between the striker and the midfield and we, we we don't really overcome that and to overcome it you need to retain possession you need to hold on to the ball be able to pass it through the lines keep it and allow your players allow your midfield to get forward allow your full backs if that's what you want to do to get forward and, and it's not just against that loan but I, I really don't remember us really maintaining possession of the ball for any huge amount of time. I, I, I'm Okay I mean I guess after we scored against p We finished that game very strongly. But we do need to try and find a way to keep. Sustained periods of us just keeping the football. And making the other team do some work. Because I think. Physically I think it's, it's very hard on. Especially on our defenders. When the ball is just continually coming back. You never get a chance to just take a breath and i won't say relax because you never want to relax but you know you just you just don't get a chance to just go okay it's up the other end i have 10 seconds here now where i can just fill my lungs and whatnot you know um so yeah there's definitely still lots to work on but look as eileen says we didn't capitulate it was funny because adam lennon who was on cold commentary is um plays senior, you know, for Athlone's senior men's team in the first division. And I thought he gave a great insight because he's continually referencing things that were happening on the pitch and comparing it to the men's game, the men's first division and that. But one of the things he kept saying was, we were talking, we were saying like, you know, oh, this is an improved performance from us. It's, you know, maybe another step forward. And he's talking about how poor we are, you know, and we're comparing our performance to other city performances. He's comparing our performance to other teams' performances he's seen against that loan and I think that's the the divergence in, in, how, in how people see us if you walk in and you see us for the first time you think Jesus that's poor whereas when we're watching them every week we're thinking Jesus yeah we're getting better you know so um, there's still a, a bit to go definitely The
0: changes are in the seventy in the 80 minutes uh, sorry the 80 minutes so Sean to came off Eric Manfred came on Laura Shane came off Lawrence England came on and then Atlone got a goal what did it cost, do you think they do you think?
2: Mm. Or was it just you know? Mm. No, I don't think I like I genuinely don't think they really played any part. Neither were substitutions that were in the areas that were affected. I mean it was our goal kick, it was just kicked out, it was headed back. Look, Heidi Mac and Founder got got, got got caught under it a little bit and one finished it well. But here's the thing, when you commit to playing younger players, especially in in, in, in your centre back area. They're they're gonna make mistakes. It's 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 a natural a thing as anything else in the world. They're gonna make mistakes. And everybody knows it and everybody accepts it. You you learn, you learn on the job and I looked at it and it was like you could argue that Neo Cotter made a mistake for the first goal by not attacking it and, and heading it clear and Heidi gets caught under the second one and you shrug your shoulders and you just go it's part of the learning curve hopefully they don't take one tacky notice of it and they just turn up next week again with their f*** you attitudes again and they just go back to playing ball and that's how you learn that's how you get better and just you just keep going absolutely keep going
0: um, so there seems to be the consistency you are just talking about it you know what's the one thing Eileen that we're just lacking what's the one thing if there was just one thing one thing now just bear in mind that the greatest striker ever to play for Cork City Mr. O'Flit, is coaching down and now as well do you think it's like can he make us get more goals could he technically register
1: she great, witness I'm not sure we want to get into that discussion. Um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if he identified, is that
1: over that can now? Um, no, if we're <laughs> missing one thing at all, obviously, not for missing goals. It's and it's very brave to see what I don't think. What have we scored two this season? One, two goals. Yeah, yeah. yeah two goals. Two like, goals. Like, yeah. And even if we talk about that lone second goal of the last day, like that was a player who was just on form and, you know, like we never have, like she's off scoring a couple of goals, a couple of games on the trot and you have the confidence to just ping that first time off your boot there and I don't, I think we're lacking that because players naturally don't have that confidence because we're not scoring. And um, My concern always is, and I, I say it week in, week out is that if Eva's not taking the final third and creating stuff, where where does Do it player come from? You
0: know, let's Mangan, is it?
1: Correct, yes. I just think if she's not pulling the strings there, who is going to pull the strings? And I say it every week you can't be 100% every game. Like, and with other sides, like other than Pima, who I think side Doyle is really, really central to everything good they do. Eva's so central to everything good we do. If you look at all the other sides, if somebody falls off, there's somebody there to step up and and take that mantle. And we don't have that um, at the moment. So, look, as you said, like we have John O'Flynn in there, but that takes time in terms of what he wants to teach, what he can pass on from uh, his own experience. And I've always said with this side, I think we'll judge them a lot more kind of the second half and coming towards the end of the season when everyone's very sure of what they're doing, management Mm -hmm. is sure how we're playing. People like John O'Flynn have had the time to impart his knowledge on. And look, geez, I mean, as a striker, if you, took on if you don't one mind,
0: per- if you could refer him to God, God that would be great. absolutely, no Thank problem.
1: You. Um, if you could take on 1% of what he had taught to teach, like, I mean, he was incredible. And maybe those players where we don't realise... He wasn't incredible.
0: He was unbelievable, like the greatest. If you don't mind, please. Please don't speak about Mr O'Flynn, God, in a, you know, condescending tone, if you don't mind.
1: If you're Okay. <laughs> So I've never seen love like this. You have a wedding photo in the background there, and I don't think you're looking at your wife as lovingly I'll as you are talking about. I'll never forget.
0: Fini. I'll never forget the day he called with my face mask <laughs> And you know Wayne, like remember Wayne? He called the child. Oh Wayne's yeah, house. the ring doorbell. He, the ring doorbell. He's he's a picture of like John Flynn at the door. Like anyway, sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry. Um. So, look should, but you look. Know, I got the same actually when Phil Harris is lifting something. Like it was like the Saturday morning. Like and I'm gonna look like like this. It was like Phil Harrington and I was like, oh my God,
2: Jesus
1: Christ, Phil Harrington's at my dog.
0: Uh, oh, sorry. Anyway.
1: So look and it, he knows who I am. If we could take up 1% of what God has to teach us as an attacking force and like those who are playing up front or maybe even in, in the number 10. But look, I mean, he was an out-and-out striker really, wasn't he? And I, I think the likes of Laura, Christina, Lauren c- can really learn from him if if they're willing Fianna. to. Fianna, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I I know Decky said he maybe didn't think it was the game for her, but I'd throw her in in any game, to be honest, because she came on against Aptolon last year and it was Jess Hennessy who was their centre half at the time. And she put it up to her. Like, she's she'd probably double her right. Like, I'm not, that's not an over exaggeration. Um, she's still back. She, I think she scored again at the weekend, is she, with the 19s? She's certainly an option. She seems the most natural goal scorer that we have in the club. Um, I know there's a big step up from 19 senior, but look, we're going and playing bowls at the weekend, and you can't be going to play for a draw. So, you don't mm. know, have to be attacking. So, yeah, she she's certainly an option, I would think.
0: One, one bit of praise someone said was that uh, to be fair, the girls didn't drop their heads despite the early concession, which is something that we've kind of said all season happens. You, you know, the heads go down and stuff like that. Would you agree with that statement, Declan?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Good. What was it? Four minutes. Four minutes when we conceded. I mean,
0: uh, I can tell you feared. that we conceded in the you. fourth minute by Singleton. Yeah. Singleton.
2: Yeah, yeah. We all feared um, what would happen. You know.
0: So, um, the, just a bit just a, 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 and before we go into the the, the is there anything you want to pick up on the game before I've got a couple of little bits and pieces here before we go into the boys' match, but uh, is there anything else? no okay. P- people have been sliding in toward you. Sliding into our tips. Uh Someone said, uh, "Years is a very important platform for the promotion of both women and men. Broader digital media exposure is essential." May I add what I may already have been said elsewhere? Perhaps I see this. So we were right about the kids last week and doing it right. You know, uh, one thing as well as that, we we, I, we put up a little snippet from the podcast, praising praising the what happened last week after the after the game when the players came over. So we put it on. Now it was liked by the women's page on Twitter and then unliked. <laughs> That's a bit f***ing mad-like, isn't it? I mean, why in the name of Jesus would you like it and then unlike it? It's as if, like, they don't want to acknowledge us or something like that. Guys, everyone knows we're here, you know? I mean, it, it, it was the, the most petty thing I've ever seen in my life. Christ, like... Anyway, so it was talking about that where we gave, you know, it was fantastic to see. So someone said, "Um, I see these kids and parents invited to, excited and by enjoying their experiences turning across. Surely a low-hanging fruit on these occasions is the presence of Corky. If only one of those kids wanted to return the following week, his or her parents would have to go. And in all likelihood, she'd rope a friend or friends along with her and maybe their parents. As I'm at it, I've heard many of the reasons why the game time is 5 p.m. And in my opinion, they're irrelevant. Matches at five finish around seven. A lot of families will be having or had their tea dinner and maybe shortly before this time. It's not family friendly kicking off at five o'clock. Play at three and they'll be home at six. Like that they sacrificed a few who it may not suit occasionally, what I believe would be a larger amount who would regularly turn up where it played at an earlier time. Do you agree that it should be an earlier time?
1: No, because you know? we've done this we've done the earlier kickoff. Have we? Yes, it was at two o'clock for years and there was oh, no... Oh, it was at two, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. like, there wasn't a crowd coming out. Like, ultimately, if you want to go see a match, and look, the three of us have kids. If you want to go see a match, and bring your kid to a match, you're going to go, obviously, Barrett being on at seven or eight at night. Well,
0: I, I think seven was a bit late finishing. I'll be honest, though, the last time, like, it kind of was. Like,
2: But come it's, here, hang on uh, two seconds. The reason for the change and the numbers, that, look, it's about numbers. Numbers will tell you whether something is working or not. When the games were kicking off at 2 o'clock, and it was only this year they were changed to 5, maybe halfway through last year, was it? I can't remember exactly. Last year, the yeah. Games kicking off, the, yeah. The average attendance was about 150, 160, because they're in direct competition with the local schoolgirls' games that are also being played at 2 o'clock on a Saturday. Moving the games to 5 o'clock, this year we've had over 300 at both the home games so far. So, crowds have doubled. And that, to me, is just, that's, that's it. That's that's That says it all. I mean... Hey, wouldn't t- 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 it wouldn't have
0: be been
2: nice. Like, I was, was going to like, say, oh, how was, was seven o'clock too late for a game finish? And
1: maybe it's just me. I think start. if you want to... But listen, I think if you want you to want bring to someone to, to a game or go and attend a game you're going to, as I said, I understand with kids, seven o'clock, whatever people are saying, that that's a bit late. But like, it's not nine o'clock at night. It's not ten o'clock at night. It's still a reasonable enough hour, I think. I don't think... I think if they went later, I'd be saying, this is daft. You are ostracising people now, but I think five o'clock, like seven o'clock, leave and turn cross. I don't think that's too late. Nice. And as I said, I I remember going to two o'clock in, stepped said, the crowds speak for themselves. There's bigger crowds now, so look, I don't probably praise the job for much, but I think they're right with their kickoff lines.
0: Corky the cheetah, Cork, uh, so like, I uh, I I do, I do think Corky should be there. I think I think so. I think so. Um, Who's going
1: to do it?
2: Who's going to do it? You. <laughs> the dream I know, but like, you say you say you say he should be He's there barred. somebody has to be willing to, somebody has, like, I know I know, know, I, know, I, know, I, know. I know I mean so like the should, should is they
0: fine. rename Corky is, Corky is Corky let's see is Corky, is you think we need Corky a, a, B- a mascot
1: re-bra- rebrand
0: yeah yeah I think we do
1: and actually Corky- and have him at all the games like have him across at men's games and, and at the women's games because
0: I, I, I think it's time to change Corky I do I think, I think a sound...
1: mascot's a really good tool and we are really underusing it at the moment Like, and that's mm-hmm. a both mm-hmm. Like,
2: Yeah, I, so I, what I, I do think be, we should what, have a mascot. What would, your, what would your suggestions be for alternative mascots? Be you.
0: I haven't thought. I, I don't I don't know. I haven't thought about it. You know, I just...
2: I just don't have anything. Like, anything, at, anything spring to mind? Jump to... No, anything just pop into your head. Yeah. No. You that, that was what you liked, wasn't it? No, not in the slightest. I'm the slightest. I don't know, like a dragon or something. You know, something, something
0: vicious. <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, I just, I know Corky's the whole Fota thing and the cheese and then, yeah. Fota, see, there is, I think the reason you're visiting him because Fota actually paid for the sponsorship possibly of the mascot, yeah. which is why they chose yeah. Fota haven't paid any for years, like to, you know, like we're still getting Corky, I know he doesn't wear the, I know the jersey four. You know, I think Mike darren was involved in this, and he, he was after he was the the Corky at the same and he was after getting the sponsorship for that, and Corky photo-sponsored his, his jersey, but then that stopped. Corky should have been fecked out of the bin at that stage, you know. I'm sorry, yeah, no but, like that. Well, once Mike
1: once Mike stopped doing it, they should have stopped because he yeah, was brilliant, and then it was never as good really after. It, it. The, and as you said, it's just kind of died a slow death now. But mm,
0: yeah, and we did have a big thing. Do you remember Corky got killed? Remember that? And David Attenborough was so. And then, and then he came back from the dead. If you remember, he gave you um, all COVID, didn't he? He did. Yeah. We all yeah. I wore his head did on you? the corner, Actually, forgive you. This Saturday we will play a boiled ballad, flowers at Turner's Cross. So just a few ins, Fiona Donnelly, Mia Dodd, Lynn Craven all came in from the Waves. Waves, Maeve Ryan, Sarah Rowe, our very own Tony Cascarino has uh, joined us as well, uh, Sophie Hanlin also, um, I you know, you're, you're wondering why I said that, I, I know she, it's not the whole English grandmother or whatever, but like, she's isn't that the one who came back just to get in the Irish squad, is that yeah, her? But she's
1: from Mayo. like.
0: But did she come back just to get in the Ireland squad?
1: would she not be
0: noticed in Australia
1: you'd have to ask her that well she hasn't been playing football she's playing Aussie rules so, for the last so.
0: yeah that's right so she's yeah. it's Castlebar it's Castlebar Celtic she started in 2012 yeah. 2015 she then joined Rahini Celtic sorry Rahini United uh, then she went to Shelburne uh, which she was there for a year then I have a gap here for some reason of f- five years uh, then she was a shell run again from 2021 September 2021 November 2021, and then she joined Boas in February 2023. What's the crack?
1: So the gap would be she's obviously an incredible athlete, and the gap is she was playing senior difficulty football for Mayo, and she's playing in Australia semi professionally or professionally. I'm not sure what way their league works, um, as well. So I suppose that's just story with her. She's she's a very very good player, and um, she would have been part of that very successful Irish underage squad, and um, with um. Claire and Katie McCabe that were at the semi-final of the Euros that time and look she stepped away because she's been paid to play AFL over in Australia yeah. she had come back in the off season I think two years ago to Shelburne we didn't play an awful lot and was seen to be yeah, gone yeah, September then to November when the AFL season ended she signed for I'm going to say Melbourne victory but I could be that might be wrong and that might even be a real team but some team in Melbourne she signed for right. um, and then suddenly obviously Bose they hate climate change so they flew a home from Australia. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what
1: about the carbon footprint? And look, I'm, I'm sure she had a World Cup in mind and an incredible athlete without a shadow of a doubt and a very, very good footballer. But she's not going to work um, up.
0: You don't think she's going to go World up?
1: No, I, I don't. I think my thoughts on that World Cup squad is if you weren't probably involved in the US squad, probably not. But... Okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. okay. Okay, so their their previous form, the most recently, they lost four nil against the, the the oil barons. Then, and the just before that, they beat Waves three nil. They lost against P Mount two uh, nil. They lost against Galway one nil. They lost against Shelburne two nil. They're not in. Gr- Deck. They beat they beat Galway one 0 Sorry, they beat Galway one 0 Sorry, Um, sorry but they're not in great shape, really. They're not in great shape. The last couple of matches that we've played before we start talking to you, uh, their last match was that we lost 1-0 against them. We followed them before that. We lost 3-1. We beat them. We beat them the 2nd of April 2022. We beat them 2-1. Then they beat us, uh, but we beat them as well in July. So, of the last five, we've won three and lost... Sorry, we've won two, lost three. I mean, I'm seeing... What I'm seeing is that they're, they're in no great shape. They're in no great shape. Jackie, can we beat this crowd?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, I think it's a game, this game and the next home game against Sligo Rovers, I think are two games that we should be looking to win and then say, okay, we've now won back-to-back home games and use that as a as a launch pad to, to to maybe drive on and, and do other things. Um, as you said, their form is very patchy. They don't score goals. Neither do they concede goals Really as such So they seem to be solid enough defensively Look They won one nil in Treaty They won 1-0 in Galway Seemingly that Galway game was a very Unjust result Reading online and That kind of thing so, But as I said they've played 6 games None of those 6 games Have had Over 2.5 goals which is unusual in the women's game because in a lot of games there is there is there is goals, you know. So I think it's very unusual to go six games without having over two and a half goals, you know. And the other thing is none of the six games have had both teams to score either. So... Oh, that's know, interesting, actually, isn't yeah. yeah, yeah, it? Yeah. You see it there, yeah. Oh. I've got, I've got uh, my statistic
0: board open as well, you see. That's a very interesting one, which I didn't see.
2: Um, Actually, sorry, yeah. I'm wrong. Sorry, let me just say on the over two and a half. Sorry, they did yeah, there PTL was two there was, two, there was two, there was two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, one the, over six, one over six. I don't
0: But you see the way I didn't correct you there, Dick. I just said, you know, I know I leave him off, even though I had seen this. Um, I can tell you that David <laughs> so, Connolly will be the referee for this game. Okay, so yeah. David Connolly uh, will be the referee. Ricky Crean is the first assistant referee, and I presume Paul. Uh, it was also <laughs> the other boss. I had the other assistants. um I mean, are you? You're confident. I can see. I can see it in your face. Like you're confident about this one.
1: Yeah, I'm confident. Against Bulls, I really hate Bulls. Um, no, I am. I. I not think. I think I watched them. I watched them against Shelburne. I actually thought they were okay. I watched them against Shamroppers, and I thought they were poor enough. I thought they were very poor, actually, considering. Because obviously that's a massive game for, for them as a club against Shamrock. So, um, yeah, I, I do. I I probably thought they'd be a little bit stronger. I think they made some really, really good signings. And I think Sarah Rowe is an, an incredible signing for them as well. But maybe it's just too many new faces in and taking a while again to get to know each other, things like that. But as I said, we have to kick on now and we know we beat them last year. Um, so we know we can beat them and all of these players would have been involved in that side apart from um, maybe some of the younger players but like as we've said before the younger players don't give a shit who they're playing against like reputation means absolutely nothing to them which is the way it should be so they're not going to care regardless whether they're playing Bohemians or Shamrock Rovers or, or Um so yeah I, th- I think we can go out and, and get a result yeah, I, I really see no reason why we, sh- why we won't but I'd be really disappointed if we don't win like
0: Look, any team that plays R. Kelly and goal needs to be shot. Okay. That's it. Um so terrible, I know. Um and Georgie Bougas's uh Donna. <laughs> <laughs> that Georgie Bouges. It's Birdis, I know, but you know. Stamped there Come on. Yeah. Um Eddie O'Brien was on the bench um on Saturday. I can confirm as well I can confirm that Eddie O'Brien and Aaron O'Brien are twin sisters so uh, we asked it last week do you, Declan would you like to see any changes or do you think it's 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 time just to leave it see how they get you know like, like what are you thinking what are you thinking
2: personally I'd stick with what we were doing Be defend, try, and, try and be defensively solid and then go from there um, I think if you start changing formation, maybe trying to get after bows and exploit them in areas, which you know, obviously you want to do and you have to do. But yeah, I'm a bit of a conservative. I just think the most important thing for us at the moment is to be defensively solid, and then that's your foundation and build on that from there. You know, so I, I, I would leave it
0: solid as the rock.
2: <laughs> oh, did noise? I'm muted. Sorry.
0: So. um, I'm confident guys I'm very I'm just I'm very confident like I am I'm, I'm hoping to go I don't know if I can make it which is the problem but I, I, I hope I can go I mean I can't wait for the Like, I mean they, you know <laughs> when we were playing Piedmont I did shout things like you know get into the smackheads and all that you know I did but like I felt a bit guilty then when I saw you know some of the people that were around me and it was a very nice chap who came down with his daughter and they were sitting about four rows in front of us. And there I am, shouting, Smackhead, get into the fucking junk and all that. But Bose is a different story altogether, like, You know, uh, Bose is different.
1: They're for a game.
0: And know the fact that I know R. Kelly is in goal. Akinade, <laughs> <laughs> R. Kelly, you dirty <laughs> bastards. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> the people's club, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: balls are fair game. Balls are fair game. Um, uh, so uh, I'm going to ask you for your prediction, Irene.
1: Both teams to score two-one City. <laughs> hey. two-one city.
0: There hasn't been a both teams to score in five <laughs> matches for balls. Um, I um, Cork City have had a couple of well, two of our last three we've had both teams score. And again, historically, last year we beat them we beat them 2-1 anyone remember who scored?
1: I think Becky Casson scored it was the winning goal of she penalty. did
0: she did you're correct and Eva Cronin They
2: in front of the past
0: yeah I I can even tell you who started I can tell you I have found this amazing site it's got everything oh and Natalie O'Brien scored an own goal by the way there uh, yeah anyway that's. I, I'm not going to give you my site now because this is my site I have all my stuff so you can go away um, Decky give me your prediction please
2: Yeah, I'm kind of feeling the 2-1 as well I just I just don't I know it's against all the stats but so. I just don't feel they like are good enough to keep clean sheets so um, mm-hmm. No, do you know what? I'm a stats man believe in the numbers 1-0 City 1-0 City 3-0
0: Jessica O'Flynn one of her new sign-ins <laughs> she'll get a goal and um, Bianca Bradley yeah I do reason I like because I got her name so bad last year I've just like adopted her now as my favourite player so that's what's after happening yeah um, Poor so Gina. yeah and one of the O'Brien sisters I reckon Ellie the O'Brien sisters they're not sisters I know I know We. I, I was made aware that they are not actually related but I'm going to continue to call them the Oberyn sisters now okay
2: You're, you're the host Anya. you can do what you want <laughs> Anything else you want to pick up on before we uh, leave? No? Uh, no? No? Please no. I don't
0: so. I don't think so Fantastic That's amazing Thank you to our Patreon supporters because if it wasn't for you we would not be here Uh so why in the name of God You keep contributing I love to pack plan. Um Anyway uh, Thanks very much guys And uh, we, will, we will See you all later Ciao Adios, Adios. Ciao 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 Ciao
2: The other three amigos podcast With Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins And Declan McCormack Three lads
0: One podcast